And how many ministers do we have for this section, this discussion section? We have uh, about 45 minutes for now. For this session? Yes. Just for the discussion? Yes. Okay. Any, do you guys, how many of you are going to be fresh men and fresh, you say fresh girls? Yeah, no, it's just freshmen, right? Boy or girl, freshman. What's your name? Yes. Pamela. Pamela, come and sit here. All the fresh men should come and sit here. Actually here, so that we can see you. If you're going to college, first year, come and sit here. Abby, I saw your text. Okay. Uh, who else? Do we have only two? Fresh men. Uh, how about sophomore? Who is going to second year? Co sorry? No, no, not if you. I don't want people in final year or uh, junior. First year or second year? Who is in college? Exactly, AJ. So who is in first year? Who is in first year? Who is... Okay, all right. Any questions for... What was your name again? I'm sorry. Nanekia. Nanekia. Any other questions for Nanekia, please? Welcome. Welcome, y'all. Welcome. Any, any other questions for her? For Nanekia? Yes, AJ. Uh, microphone, please. Yeah, if, if you're recording it. Okay. Um, because we're not just Christian, we are black youths, I would say to join BSU. Um, it's the easiest way to meet other African people, usually people that are also in the faith. And then if your church, um, if your campus happens to have an organization that's like Christian faith or faith faith, like mine, um, we have like a carpooling service and they drive us to, it isn't a COP, but um, it's one of the churches in New Haven, Vox Church. Oh, I'm at Quin Quinnipiac. Oh, yeah. BSU is Black Student Union. So it's like just a collection of all the black people on campus. Um, fortunately, a lot of us happen to be Christian as well, and a lot of Africans as well. So you won't feel like you're, a, it'll feel a little bit closer to home. What's your name? Alexandra. Oh, Alexandra, okay. The hands of the hands of the Who else? Okay. All right. Let me go and see. No, don't put your So I have another question for you. When you talk about being different, and you acknowledge that it's hard to be different, what are some of the things that helped you remain different on, on campus? Um, personally, during my first year, um, we were still sending out the books, like our um, Sunday Bible study books. So I took one of those with me. So even though I couldn't be, like we weren't doing Zooms at the time, so I couldn't look at the Zoom or anything. I would spend my Sundays like still looking through the book, doing devotion by myself, um, until I found um, that organization on campus that took us to churches. So it is an active decision that you have to make. You can't go in assuming that you'll find those systems. 
because you know if you do it'll come Sunday you'll wake up you'll realize that nothing is happening and you'll just go back to sleep so you just have to make that active decision that you want to keep doing what you've been doing while you're at home Any, any other questions for her? Okay, let's put our hands together. I would like to um, have Hosel come and share your experience also in college. We'll be asking you guys questions, okay? So you have to listen in. Yes, what your experience was? Um, I guess one experience I can talk about is my freshman year. I took a sociology course. Um, and a lot of times uh, on campuses, you will encounter other faiths, but you will also uh, encounter people who don't believe in necessarily a God existing. So one experience was that during my sociology course, I did, my professor was talking about religion. And in his perspective, he, uh, described religion as something that was uh, started in order to control the masses to get them to do what they want them to do to follow rules and laws that they established and create a hierarchy where they can maintain power within a system and um, I guess I would say that if you're going into college one thing you really want to make sure you're affirmed in is your faith and who you believe in and we believe in God we believe in his son we believe in the sacrifice Jesus made coming to earth to die for us and uh, atoning us for our sins. So if you don't really have that faith in you, you could easily be swayed by the opinions and the beliefs of professors who, you, I guess you can argue that they've uh, had years and years of experience to be able to create an argument to counter your faith in God. So unless you're fully established or you have a strong, uh, strong foundation of God and uh, your belief it's going to be really hard for you, but you, always, you can always go into the Bible and seek uh, communication with God in order to be able to develop that. Lois. I have a question for you. Um, maybe you can share some light um, for our freshmen or even the people that haven't yet been to college. So you know our culture, I know especially for me as a science major, so you can relate to this. Um, maybe our culture or our parents think, oh, you're gonna get to college and they're gonna teach you about evolution or just like you're saying sociology and maybe philosophy, they're gonna teach you this and it, you're gonna have to defend your faith and you're gonna get up there and even pop culture movies make it seem so scary. Like if you're Christian, you're isolated and you're gonna have to like stand up in front of the class and defend your faith. What was it actually like? Is it that scary? Or what actual trials or temptations or tribulations did you go through? Um, I wouldn't really say like you're, you know, the center of attention when they're talking about these topics. You know, you can, if you want to, you can stand up and say like, oh, I don't believe in this or I don't support this, uh, you know, whatever studies that they're putting out. But really, for me personally, I didn't really encounter that. Like, I, I do take science courses, and we have discussed evolution and whatnot. But, like, I didn't really encounter much of a, um, you know, you just, like, you read the textbooks. You, get, you learn what you need to learn so you can pass the exams and then move on with your life. Yes, I was just going to add, too, that 
one of the things that's the scariest is that your faith isn't going to be tested by other people or isn't going to be shaken by other people. It's going to be shaken by you and your desires that you have by watching and witnessing what's going on around you. Nobody's going to come up to you and say, oh, well, you're a Christian and that. No, nobody's going to do that. It's when you're in your dorm and you're watching your friends and they're doing whatever it is that they're doing. And then I would say not to be scared of that if your faith is shaken. You just have to understand that, um, you have to understand what you want and you have to understand that at the end of the day, God's love is greater than what's going on there, what your desires are in that moment. Because you might go ahead and do what you're doing, but at the end of the day, you'll be sitting in the night and you'll be thinking and contemplating and what you feel is real. I just want you guys to remember that. And that should be God's love. Good. Thank you very much. Uh, you have a question? More, is more, more like something to share yes. based on my experience. So it's okay. It's okay. It, it, there's nothing wrong with not fitting in. There's nothing wrong with being in solitude and being by yourself. Um, one thing that I learned in college was just respecting everybody, even though their beliefs oppose to yours. You don't have to try to convert anybody. You don't have to tell anybody what you believe in, but be firm in your beliefs and let other people know what you believe in. And even they themselves will not try to, you know, pose their beliefs on you. That's one thing I noticed in college. Everybody knew I was a Christian. Everybody knew I loved Jesus. Because of that, people weren't coming to me trying to tell me about their astrologies and all that kind of stuff around me because they knew where I stood. And there's nothing wrong with that. Expressing, showing the love of Jesus to those who are around you and speaking about Jesus just because other people are not talking about them. Just because the professors don't believe in Jesus doesn't mean you cannot speak about Jesus with your friends whenever you're around them. So that's one thing. Good job, good job. Any other question? Okay, so aspiring fresh or yeah, freshman. Do you guys have any other question for, for him at all? No? Okay. So uh, you know, we are let, when you say we let, let, I'm referring to the system, you know, the environment, we are led to believe that some of the vices that people engage in on campuses like you know, doing drugs, uh, whether it's occasional or, you know, doesn't matter what the frequency is, but we're led to believe or think that it's just okay. Um, when you went to college, did you have uh, quote-unquote temptations to try some of these things and what made you refrain from them? Um, I mean, I didn't necessarily feel tempted to try them because I wasn't interested in them to begin with. I guess you could say, starting from all the way back in high school, I wasn't really necessarily interested in them at all. You know, you learn them about them in classes. Um, what's it called? I, I don't even remember what the courses are called. Like health courses in uh, high school and whatnot. They talk about uh, drugs and alcohol and substance abuse and whatnot. It's like, you know, it kind of, uh, I guess, hearing about these things, learning about these things was enough for me. I didn't necessarily you know, need to go and experiment as some people would go and do. So going to college, I already had that like 
idea of like, I don't need to experiment with substances and I don't need to find a way to escape from like stressors as some people would use them or to loosen up to be uh, able to have fun at different um, events and whatnot. So it was never something that I had to personally deal with and the people I associated with already knew that it wasn't something that I was into. So they didn't necessarily come to push me to uh, get involved in it. Any questions at all? Sorry? Can we get one? Okay, give the, give the mic to her, let it. So I'm asking if anybody is willing to share if you had an experience with, you know, substance abuse and then what your process was also like. And then I also want to ask a question that, um, how is, as a Christian boy, how is your typical um, day, you know, campus day, like how is it? From when you wake up, what do you do throughout the day? You have lectures. Mm -hmm. How is it like? So, yeah. so, any other experience with temptations to do, to engage in? Like, okay, let's see. Um, so, my freshman year of college, about my relationship with God was not very close. I didn't really have a close relationship with God. I was, I didn't, I didn't have, I didn't really. Oh, okay. Um, so freshman year was really the hardest year for me personally because I fell a lot into peer pressure. I had friends who drank 24-7 parties every day and because I had this need to want to fit in, because I had this need to have friends and you know, you know, just have fun, enjoy the college life like the movies portrayed. I, I would go out with them, drink, party with them. Um, thankfully, I wasn't part of the hookup culture and whatnot, but uh, those type of things were going on around me, and I was very tempted to do those things, but uh, luckily the Lord took me out of those, removed me from those friendships. But yes, I was one of those college girls drinking, partying every weekend. Um, just so I could have, you know, stay friends with the people that were around me. Thanks for sharing that. Any other experience? Okay, so Issy, eventually uh, you, you decided to do things, uh, I would say, better. You decided to dissociate yourself from that. And what, what, was the, what was the moment that gave you that ability to switch? that maybe some people can, can learn? For me, the, mo that, the moment I had that tick where I was like, okay, I need to change. I was, yeah, I was in Ghana, and I was sitting on the porch of our Airbnb, and I was just looking outside, and I just thought to myself, tomorrow is not promised. And then from then on, I realized that the teachings that I had from Ghana, my, my Christian background from Ghana, and even the ones that I got over here, I started to think about them, the, okay. the, the not drinking till you get drunk, and to be, all of those things that are considered sins, I started, they started coming back to me, the things my mother told me not to do, the things pa the pastor would teach about us not to do, what to do, and whatnot, started coming back to me, and then I started getting into arguments with my friends, you know, they called me conservative, you okay. know, and um, it was in 2019, so during my sophomore, the middle of my sophomore year, yeah. that was when, um, I, I won't say forced, but I was pushed to go to the youth convention in New Jersey. Okay. 
And that was when I gave my life to Christ, and since then, I started to turn That's away true. from all those things. Let's put our hands together for Jesus for that. Yeah. Any, any other experiences on that topic? We'll go to time management and what he, how he handled his time, you know, in the course of the day, um, the kind of discipline that he had uh, for his books. Uh, but any other experience concerning substance abuse? I know it's a it's temptation. You will face it. You guys definitely. Um, you don't have to go to college. I know that even in high school, you know. So, what any experience that you guys can learn from? Yes, Lois. So I'm going to share an experience of my first college party. So um, I believe I've always believed that the scripture applies to different situations. Maybe it's not what you read in that moment, but it could be multiple different situations and I know that God did that on purpose because he knew we would need them in different situations. So I know when the Bible talks about fornication and it doesn't use the word walk and it doesn't use the word crawl, it says flee, run from fornication. And the reason I'm saying this, you might think it's not relatable, but when it comes to substance abuse, when it comes to using alcohol or weed or all the other drugs that you're going to encounter, don't think you're strong enough. Okay, you don't want to get that close to the point where you're now questioning your strength. Do you guys get what I'm saying? And I, um, I'll give you the uh, imagery of my first college party. Literally, a house filled with people, alcohol everywhere. It's that serious. It's alcohol everywhere. Thursday, they start drinking. Thursday, Thursday, that's just a pregame. Friday, oh my goodness, people are skipping class just to go and drink and get drunk. Saturday night, yeah, some say. Sunday's when we recover to go to class on Monday. It's crazy. It's, it's actually crazy. Like, I'm not even exaggerating it. The advice that I want you to take away from it is don't even put yourself in that situation where you might not be able to come out of it or where you might do something that you're going to regret later, okay? If you don't have to go, if you don't have to be in that situation, if you don't have to be at that place at that time, if it's not adding to you, if it's not contributing to you positively, don't do it. It's just not worth it. But what if that risk factor, that 50-50 chance, it's not worth it. Just stay away. That's what I would say. Nanekuya, thank you very much, Lois. These are all good contributions. Lois, I'm sorry, Nanekuya. I was going to say, too, the closer that you get to God, the easier that it gets, but that doesn't mean that that temptation or that desire is going to go away. If you believe that and then you start going to do, it's going to get you. Um, so I would just say, um, just be kind to yourself about it. If you feel the way that you're feeling, Lean more towards God. Focus more on your script or your scripture. Focus on how you're going to feel after you make that decision. Um, and just know that at the end of the day, the flesh is still the flesh. No matter what you do, we can't run away from it. We are still human. We are born the way that we are born. Um, so just be kind to yourself and lean more into what's going to feed your soul at the end of the day. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, Izzy. Yeah, I was watching this video of a lady who was a drug addict. She sold drugs, she actually got arrested, and she later on gave her life to Christ. And she said something that really struck a chord with me. She said that it only takes one try for you to become an addict. So don't even try it at all. Like Lois said, if it's there, flee away from it. Don't try it, don't say, oh, I'm gonna try it one time just to see how it feels, because that could lead you to doom. 
So be careful. That can lead you to doom. So be careful. So let's go. Thank you very much for that contribution. Uh, oh, Joseph. So um, what I would say about this particular topic is know who you are, not just as a Christian, but know who you are as yourself. Um, if you know you didn't grow up exposed to those things, why even put yourself in that situation? So surround yourself with the people who want, even try to do that around you to make you curious about it and then eventually want to give in and try it. Um, I know for my friend's group, my friend group in college, um, my particular major being architecture, we didn't really have a lot of Christians. Um, we had people from all over the world, uh, Portugal, Africa, we have people from Tanzania, Nigeria. Um, Tanzania is in Africa. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, you get the idea. We had a lot of people from all over the place. So you don't really know their background. You don't know their culture. They don't know you. So what they choose to do around you is going to be something that you're not used to doing. So you have to know who you are as a person. You have to know and stand strong in your own beliefs and know that if this is something that you're not used to doing and you know it's not good for you, you know that you won't necessarily know the outcome of it, and that if there is an outcome, it's probably not gonna be good. Don't even put yourself in that situation. You went there for one reason, and that's to get your degree. You know, you're spending a lot of money over there, so there's no point in compromising yourself, trying something that you don't know how it's gonna end for you. You, don't, you, you might not even have a lot of money. You try something, you get addicted to it, you end up wasting all your money on it. Now you have no way to get food. You have no way to get your supplies for school, nothing. One thing leads to another, it gets really bad. Um, for my friend group, we only had one person who would really uh, smoke and eventually he got to know that the rest of us didn't really smoke. So, and we made that clear to him every time that he would playfully be like, oh, hit this pen, try this, try that. And he'd be like, that's not for me, I'm good. And first of all, it's touching his lips, you don't want it to touch yours too, you know, so that's... For me, it was something that I wasn't interested in, so I always stood strong in that, and I can say that, yeah, I never tried it, and I didn't really want to, because at the end of the day, all the emotions that they would describe feeling from it is something that I don't really care to experience, or I wouldn't necessarily need that to experience. So, yeah, that's, that's my two cents on that, it's just know who you are and follow through with that, set boundaries, and if they don't respect that, find somebody else to hang out with. <laughs> no, you are, you are, set boundaries. If they can accept that, find somebody else to hang out with. What he also said that it makes a lot of sense is, growing up, if that is not what you were introduced to, why would you try that? God bless you, thank you so much. I think he's been standing here for too long, uh, but the last question is, what was your typical day like? Um, well, I made the mistake of taking 8 a.m., so I had 8 a.m.s, so I'd get up around um, 7 o'clock, go eat breakfast, and then I'd go to my 8 a.m. class, and then after that, um, I'd basically have classes throughout the day until around 3 p.m. Um, at that point, I would then uh, eat and then go to the gym, come back and study, and then after that, you know, I'd relax for like maybe an hour, 30 minutes or whatever. And then before I'd go to sleep, I'd eat again and then I'd go 
and uh, before I sleep, I uh, spend about an hour or 30 minutes, however much time I have, and you know, if I'm excessively tired, and I just pray and just you know get at least something in me before I sleep to prepare for the next day. Nice schedule. Nice schedule. Excellent. Uh, sorry. Somebody give Evelyn the uh, microphone so that we can hear. What did you say, Evelyn? Does anyone have another schedule? So I chose not to live on campus, and so I was a commuter. So I had a, a class at 10, from 10 a.m. to 4, I got classes from 10 a.m. to 4.15 on Tuesdays and Thursdays only. So Tuesday morning, I'll wake up, I'll grab some, I'll you know, eat my breakfast shower, and then go to, I'll drive all the way to stores, which is a drive, it's like almost an hour long. And then once I get a class, you know, I'll have breaks in between, like 15 to 30 minute breaks in between my classes. And then what I'll do is I'll either go to like the student union and just relax, listen to music or watch uh, a show or something. And then after that, I'll go to my classes. And when I'm done with all my classes, what I will do is I'll head straight to the library and then I'll be there from like 4.15 all the way to like 9 p.m. just doing assignments and you know, sometimes I will also record the lectures, so I go back and I will listen to the lectures again and then pick up on things that I missed in class and write the notes out and then Quizlet was also my best friend where I would just read and try and memorize vocabulary if I had to. So that was really much my, my school schedule. Yeah. Interesting. I know some of you are also commuting, so if you want to share your experience, you have leaving you have from home. Rex. Um, okay, so my classes started at like 8 and ended at like 2, right? So, honestly, all I have to say is like, when it comes to school, like, actually like take it seriously. Don't tell your, don't procrastinate because when it comes to college, if you procrastinate, you will fall behind and it will be like a hard time trying to catch up all the extra stuff. So, be on top of everything. Like, make sure school is first before anything else. That's all I have to say about that. Don't procrastinate. And those little, little assignments, take them seriously because they add up. So what are some of the things that we do, you know, we do in procrastinating our time or whatever? What are some of the things, like you said, uh -huh. if there's any other example? Anik, yeah. I would say, well, for me personally, my, I am also a STEM major. My major is very intensive. Um, so for a lot of times, I would prioritize sleep over my assignments. So if you have the time, I know you'll have sometimes an hour in between your this class and your next, don't sleep. I know you want to, don't sleep. Just, just do the other thing that you're supposed to be doing or else by the time you wake up or you get to like um, your class, just the day will be gone sleeping, don't sleep. Um, I will say something to combat procrastination is to basically discipline yourself and make some type of a schedule that you're going to stick to and you're going to force yourself to stick to it. If you know you have a bunch of assignments and if you don't do it, you're going to fall behind, it's going to pile up and it's going to pile up quick. Every single time you get that assignment, you know that, oh, you won't have that class the next day, you're going to have it 
uh, two days after you had it. Always know that you should set some point before that day that is due to finish it so that whatever you just learned, you don't forget it. If you don't forget it, you'll be more incentivized to get it done at that, uh, on that very day. If you wait till the next day and you forget something, you go back to it, you try to do it and you don't know how to do it, you're wasting time. Once you start wasting time, you're gonna start slacking on it and then eventually it'll lead to you not wanting to even finish the assignment and then it's just gonna pile up. In college, if you miss one assignment, it could drastically bring down your grade. So you have to make sure you do every single assignment. Um, there are some professors that give you a little bit of leeway with those assignments where they'll let you complete it, but even that comes with its disadvantages where uh, you'll struggle with tests, and even if they do let you pass it in, even if they don't tell you, sometimes they'll take off late points because they'll feel it's not fair to the other students who passed it in on time. So they'll take off a lot of points, and probably at best you'll be able to earn 50 points on it, which is basically enough. So just make sure you set some type of schedule and you stick to it. Um, discipline yourself in that. If you're feeling sleepy, get up, walk around, do something else for a little bit, something that will wake you up, come back, and then finish it. If it's late in the night, you just have to sacrifice some sleep and just get it done. At least that's what I did, and it worked for me. Yes, I was tired a lot, but it's, it goes by quick. It's only five months. Like, it'll go by fast, and you can catch up on your sleep afterwards. So, yeah. All right, awesome. We'll take your expectations going into college and then get back into some praise. Shake off all the questions and uncertainties we have in our hands. La ladies first. Ladies first, okay. So, what are, you are all going to speak. Yeah. So what are your expectations? Um, so I was able to like stay, like go to call, uh, like to the, my campus for six weeks and like to, um, just take some courses. So I think for me, I learned a lot about like time, time management. Like just because you have less classes doesn't really mean that um, like you'll always like get your work done on time. You have to like make time for your classes. So I think that's something I still need to work on. Any expectations? Thank you very uh, much. For me, I haven't gone to visit my college because I've been busy all year, so it's gonna be a new experience for me looking at the new campus and being in my dorm. And some expectations I have is like, um, as a lot of people have been talking about time management, and I had a lot of trouble with that this senior year because I've been juggling so many things, so I'm gonna try and pace myself and just do the best I can. Um, my thing is similar to the time management thing. I'm more worried about the procrastination because I tend to procrastinate a lot and I know that about myself. And so I'm just going to have to get used to like turning everything in on time and not letting myself fall behind on anything. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Okay. Um, procrastination is something I also have to work on. Um, towards the end of last year, I just like gave up on a lot of my work. Um, even though like I still like receive good grades, it's just it won't work in college, so I have to work on that. Make sure I turn it on my work and have good grades. All right, great, great. Any questions for them? But we had some uh, some come a little late. Uh, you guys, um, is anybody else sitting here who is going to be a freshman? No. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you for the experiences and thank you for the advice. 
Um, Proverbs 20 says that if you sleep too much, you will grow poor. So let's keep that sleep thing uh, in mind. Make sure that you suppress your body a little bit. Sacrifice a little bit. There's more time to sleep later in life. Amen. Amen. Let me just say something short about time management. I went to school, uh, law school when I was older, I had children, had a very busy schedule, and I found that if I didn't set time aside for schoolwork, then it didn't get done. So basically what I did was I scheduled my whole day from the time I woke up to the time I went to sleep. I scheduled the time I ate, I scheduled my Facebook time, I scheduled my laundry time. When you look at my, um, my planner, everything was allocated a time and I stuck with it. So if you have somebody, people with um, ADHD who are very active all the time, who need stimuli all the time, if you don't take care, you won't get any work done because you don't get any dopamine released when you have to work. But you will be scrolling your phone for hours and hours and hours when you know you have schoolwork to do. But if you set yourself time, and from Monday to Sunday, you schedule everything, schedule some fun activities in, then there is that anticipation of meeting your goals, and that releases the good um, juices in your brain that makes you keep doing it. So that's the piece of advice I can give you, that if you are somebody who likes to procrastinate or who keeps thinking that you have time, take time before you go in, get everything down on paper, and try and stick with it. And some of us, we're going to follow you up. Those of you who know me, you know, you know that I will follow you up. So maybe another um, extra um, accountability will help you manage your schedules and get your work done. So we're going to go into a time of praises. Hallelujah. Mary, Mary, please stand up. All other gods, they are the works of man. You are the most high God. There is none like you.
me of God. I am under the canopy, under the canopy of God, my Savior will cover me, give me security. Under the canopy of God, under the canopy, under the canopy of God, my Savior will cover me, give me security. Under the canopy of God. Songs we go to hell, hell your name. This is, a, this is a dance day by day, all the way, all the way we go to hell. We hail your name, hail your name, day by day, day by day, all the way. The way we go to hell, 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 your name, name, this is name, name, day by day, you can day, 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 all the way, all the way, we go to hell, we go to hell, hell, your name, hell, your name, day by day, day by day.
the way, all the way. We go, we go to hell, 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 hell. Your name, 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 day by day, 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 day. All the way, all the way. We go to hell, hell, your name. Day by day. All the way, all the way, all the way. I will lift up your name. Lift up your name. Lift up your name. Higher. Oh, higher, great Jehovah. You are wonderful. I will lift up your name. Lift up Jesus. Your name. Higher. Lift up your name. Higher, great Jehovah. You are wonderful. I will lift up your name. up your name higher. we are kept by the power of God. We are kept, kept by, by the power of God. Day by day, come what may. Kept by the power of God. We are kept by the power of God. By the power of God, we say we are kept by the power of God. We are kept by the power of God. Day by day, come what may, kept by the power of God. Day by day, come what may, kept by the power of God. Oh, and we will say that you are good. And all the miracles you've done have brought us from oh, we are saying And all the hope we have is placed in you right now And we will say that you are good And all the miracles you've done have brought us joy for we are changed, and all the hope we have, we place in you right now. So we declare, Father, we declare that we love you. We declare everlasting love for you. Father, we declare that we love you. 
Oh 
you upheld him and you blessed him. We thank you, O God. We look ahead. We look forward on their behalf proleptically knowing that the steps they are taking right now will do them good. May we hear testimonies from them when they come back. May they be in the position to share the experiences that the others have shared. Thank you. And now I pray and lift up every single person under this banner, Lord. As they live here, what they touch, may it be magnified. But them to have had the sense to come and join in this great program, Lord. Bless them. Amen. Keep them. Amen. As we leave, take every single one of them to their destined places. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Oh, you don't sound like someone who is blessed. Amen. Give a clap offering to God. Amen. That's way more like it. Hallelujah. Amen. I hope you guys were re really blessed tonight. I was also blessed tonight. So I hope that you're taking something away from this. We want to have more programs like this for all of us, not just the college students, even for the upcoming ones every month so stay tuned we're gonna announce our next date okay so if you're not on the whatsapp platform any of y'all if you're not on the whatsapp platform make sure you reach out to your local leader your district leader and we will get you on the platform amen um we want to say thank you for everyone for coming tonight but especially especially want to thank our instrumentalists can you guys give them a clap offering we could not have done this without all of them some of them haven't even been home yet and they still came out to support us so we are so grateful we say god bless each and every one of you guys i think that's it um, for everyone going back to college, just like Pastor prayed for us, you are you know you're blessed. The Holy Spirit is going with y'all. Y'all's going to college and everyone else going back to college. But also we're doing campus ministry stuff. We're trying to get involved. So reach out. Don't be a stranger, okay? Just because you're off campus or in a different state doesn't mean you don't know us anymore, okay? So stay involved. If there's no other announcements, after we're done here, please don't run away. We're going to put the chairs back to where they were um, so that... PI's sanctuary can get back to normal. Um, if there's nothing else, I'm going to hand it over to Pastor to bless. Uh, oh, never mind, self mommy. I just really want to thank the instrumentalist. It was kind of short notice. Some of you had things to do, but you came. We're very, very grateful. Um, I know Kwasi and I know David, um, but I don't know the rest of you, but God knows you. God bless you. We're going to be doing this often, so when we call upon you, we hope that you'll come and help us. And for all of you here, especially those who are going to school, we're going to miss you. I will personally check on all of you. And you also reach out. If um, What schools are you going to? So that if there are people here that go to the same school, you can connect. So where are you going? Um, I'm going to the University of Chicago. Yeah. I'm going to Syracuse University. I'm going to Central Connecticut State University. And I'm going to University of Connecticut. University of Connecticut. Okay, so I know that there are a lot of UConners here. 
please look out for your little sister. And um, University of Hartford, Central Connecticut. So um, that's where Joseph went, right? Okay, anybody there, please look, check out your brother and make sure they walk the straight and narrow. The world is so dangerous right now. There's so many traps, so many pitfalls. Please stay on the straight and narrow. Like I met a, a group of young people in my home earlier today, and one of them said something that was very profound. He said that I had already formed what I wanted to do in high school before I went to college. And I was really surprised because I, I didn't think that high school shaped young people that much, you know, but a lot of the decisions you're going to make in college you've already made in high school. So I just hope and pray that whatever good decisions, whatever good choices you've made in high school, you'll continue it. And the negative ones that you've done, you know that they didn't help you. So stay away from it. Stay away from drugs. Stay away from drugs. Don't even try it. Because some people might smoke and drink their whole life and nothing will happen to them. But you try it once, it messes up your head and you can't um, sever yourself from it. Stay away from alcohol. Stay away from Ill illicit sex. Stay away from them. They won't add anything to your life. But when you graduate and you start making money, all these young beautiful girls will be there and by the direction of God, you'll find a young man and marry. I'm saying it from my heart. That's why I wanted us to meet. Please stay away from it. My heart will be broken if I were to see any one of you didn't make it because they made wrong choices. So the purpose of this meeting today is to make us all accountable to one another. It's my heart's desire that all of you who stay on the straight and narrow, that the fear of God that your parents have put in you, even if you think it's nonsense, it will keep you safe. Because how many times has the police been into the church to arrest somebody? But how many times has the police been in the party house or the pub or some place to arrest people and you never know where you might be in the wrong place at the wrong time? Stay away from it. Let this impartation go with you and make us proud. Make your parents proud. Make us proud. You are all we have. Please, I'm talking a lot, but listen to me. You are all we have. We don't have anything else. We don't have money. We don't have wealth. We don't have anything. You are all we have. So please, keep that in mind as you go to school and make the right choices so that you bring us joy and not break our hearts. May God bless you all. Amen. What, what's your name? You're a very good keyboardist and the bassist too. We are the power. I mean, Shramo. God bless you. What's your name? R Rich. Oh, we've met multiple times, yeah. But as for you, the Minimo. Sorry? Roosevelt, you have a big name too. God bless you. Amen. Shall we all be on our feet? 
we, we kind of know those uh, who are going to college where they're going to. Uh, but if you're here and actively in college, please raise your right hand. We want to know where you are. Sorry? You want to say something? Still in college, yes. Want to know what school you are in. University of Connecticut? Joseph is done. 